Welcome to the Intentional Family Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Schmitz. And today I am talking about crafting your home. Last time I talked about building our lives slowly, line upon line. Building character takes time, slowly and steadily. And today as a follow-up, I want to talk about crafting our home. And what I mean by that is not arts and crafts. I am not a big crafty person personally. What I mean is the word craft, like to fashion, to build, and what that looks like from physical aesthetics to activities that we do, even to gifts that we may give to our family members that really reflect who we are and are purposeful. And to lay the foundation, I want to revisit for a moment family core values and explain what they are. We covered this in detail many episodes back if you want to find out the nitty gritty of how to create family core values for yourself. That was in episode four. But just as a reminder that they are a set of statements that are a true reflection of who you truly are and where you're going. And it's important that these really do reflect who you are. And it might take a little time to nail them. It might take a little bit of time to get them right, but that's okay. It can be a fun brainstorming process. For example, I want to share with you what ours are. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Give selflessly by finding the need and meeting it. Lead courageously and stand for the truth. Impact the culture and leave your own legacy. Determine to be different and don't settle for average. You're a Schmitz. Be a leader. Those are our family core values. And everything that we do, we try to have those reflect back to who we are. And as we've defined those values for ourselves, for our family, then it is easier because then we have a framework by which we can craft the rest of our life. And all these things can reinforce our values, just like we talked about line upon line, choice upon choice, building character. Well, habit upon habit, one thing can be have like a big compound effect, like even a gift we give or some activity we do as a family that can build into our family core values and help us build character and become who we really are meant to be. With those family core values, we have created desired outcomes and family habits that are regular things we do to help accomplish instilling those values in us, in each of us, in our family. And this intentionality can be applied to every part of our home. This may sound daunting and overwhelming. (laughs) Every part of my home, where do you start? Well, there's a lot of different things. Even things as simple as physical aesthetics, for example, framed artwork. How can what you have hanging on the wall reflect who you want to be? because they can inspire and uplift in a sense where it's not just a pretty picture, it has more meaning to it. For example, we've mentioned before that we have our family core values that our graphic designer friend took and made a really beautiful poster out of, and that's hanging in our living room as a constant reminder of who we are and why. We have other artwork. Another one we have is a quote that says, you'll never influence the world by trying to be like it. And these are just things that we put up that help inspire and remind us in this busy, chaotic world of our destination. A recent addition is a metal print from a fantastic trip my husband and I took to Costa Rica. It was not a vacation. It was a missions trip. 
And we worked in a lot of different ways there. But I took up this picture. And actually, we celebrated our, our anniversary while we were on the trip. It was our last day in Costa Rica. And it was actually our one free day. And we drove to the coast. And I have a picture at sunset where you can see some coastline in the background. You see the ocean. And it just brings back all those memories of Costa Rica, all those people we met, all those people we served. And then ending with that free day, that fun day, that was our anniversary. And it's very special to us. And it brings this sense of calm and joy every time I look at it. And now we have it hanging right above our piano, which is in our living room. A new project that is a work in progress that might take quite a while is a family generations photo wall. This was inspired by a few things. I have been trying to tell more stories to my children about my childhood, about grandparents, about different family members that they haven't even met. And when I can, I've brought in a picture so that they can get some context. And in talking to my pastor's wife a few months back, she mentioned something about the importance of children being grounded and feeling like they have they have somewhere they've come from. They have this foundation that's been built in their life from generations past. And it inspired me to want to create a wall. So I'm going to rearrange some of my, my walls and um, what I have hanging. And I want my main hallway from the entryway down to like the bedrooms and the main bathroom. I want that to be my generations wall. And I'm going to start with just the few pictures I already have framed of family members like Grandma Schmitz. And I have, this just a beautiful picture of her when she's younger and her smile is just, it makes you light up inside when you look at it. And a family photo of my family with all the little, when all the little cousins were little. And some of these I already have printed that I'm going to start and then I'm going to build out from there. And the goal with this is that it will inspire more storytelling so I can pass along to my children where they've come from and who their parents are and who the generations are that came before us to give a sense of grounding. Another opportunity to craft our life, to craft our home is in how we celebrate. Christmas is a great example. We're in the midst of that right now. For example, December 1st, we set up the nativity on our fireplace mantle first and began our advent countdown. Why would I want to do the nativity first? For me, it was a way of grounding the holiday in what it is truly meant to be. It's not about a certain birthday of Jesus. It's not about that. It's not about a certain number of days counting down. What it's about is celebrating the life and the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, who we believe in. That's what we build our life upon is our faith in Jesus Christ. And to have that be the foundation so that we are not frantically getting sucked into the vacuum of the Christmas craziness that has obviously become very commercialized and all about purchasing and buying and what deals and how much does this gift cost and all that. We read the Christmas story, traditional story about Jesus' birth. And then also my mother-in-law gave my children the giving manger, which I will link to in the show notes. And what it is is a simple wooden manger. And as children in the house do kind things for other people or just, you know, not just people, but maybe they help the dog out and let the dog out. Anything that they do that is unselfish, they take one piece of straw and they put it in the manger with the goal being that 
the manger is filled with straw, hay, before Christmas, and then they place the little baby Jesus figure in it. And again, it's just another physical reminder that celebrating Christmas to us is about giving, not about what we can get. We did also start a Lego Star Wars advent. That's a fun thing. There needs to be a balance as parents, not to just, let's say you're believers, you believe in Jesus Christ, you believe in the Bible. Let's take that. You could take out anything commercialized and say, well, that just takes away from what we truly believe and just say no to all sorts of things. But we have to be really careful because what are we putting in its place? If we take away everything, our children will reach this point of resentment and they'll rebel and go completely the opposite direction that that we trained them in as they were growing. So we do the Lego Star Wars Advent this year because it was just a really fun thing. Our kids love Lego. They love Star Wars. So that's just another additional thing we're doing. Regarding Christmas, also the last three years, we have decided to give large family gifts instead of a bunch of little things. And these are things that we have brainstormed and come up with giving our children that would foster fun times together and good memories. The first year we did this, we bought a ping pong table for the family. We put it in the basement. And there's been a lot of games played on that. And next, we bought a foosball table. And I believe we've told this story before, but we had this little trophy made. It's so cute. It has like the little foosball guy on top of it. It's just a small little trophy. And it says King of the Knobs. <laughs> and the one who has won the last foosball game gets to have the trophy. It's like a traveling trophy within our family. And it's just another one of those things that we are building this atmosphere of joy, of fun, of we want to be together. And this year, we are trying to come up with, okay, well, we don't want any more big things in the basement. What else could we do? Well, we absolutely love playing board games. And when it gets busy, like for example, once sports started and school and all of this, this fall going into winter, the board games every night haven't really happened as much. And I believe my husband was inspired by David Sparks on this one, that David has a memory of having a board game table growing up in a back room or attic or something. And they loved playing board games on that special board game table. And lo and behold, BoardGameTables.com, we found <laughs> this incredible board game table that could replace the table that we've had in our dining room. I've wanted to replace our dining room table for quite a long time. We have, you know, a really nice sturdy oak table that we bought for $99 at a garage sale when we first got married. But it has seen better days and sometimes you just, it's not quite the style and you just want to change it up. So this it's this large six-foot rectangular board game table and it came and we surprised the kids and we have already played way more board games in the last four days than we have in the last month. So problem solved. It is a success. And that is what I'm talking about crafting our home today. Everything we do can reflect who we are. It can help us get to where we want to go if we apply intentionality to it, to our decisions. Another thing we have done over the years is called a star chart. And this is simply, as I notice, over above and beyond great behavior, like instant obedience, like jumping in to help with a project that needs helping with, or they see a problem, like there's dishes 
all over the counter in the sink. I'm going to like go ahead and load the dishwasher or wow, the dishwasher is clean. I'm going to go ahead and unload that. Or while I notice my little sister struggling with this, I'm going to jump in and help her. So it's these things that they do that show the character that's being built in them. They get a star in the star chart. Once we reach 100 stars as a family, we do something fun as a family all together. Our first time we celebrated this, we went to Badger Sports Park, which is a recreational place in our area that has not just arcade games, but they have like laser tag. When it's nice out, they have mini golf outside and a lot of different things. They have like uh, like bounce houses and different cool slides inside, all sorts of stuff. They still talk about that and how much fun we had. The next one was roller skating. My son Joshua had gone to a roller skating birthday party and had so much fun that he talked us all into doing that for our next star reward. And it usually takes a few months for us to fill up a whole star chart. That was super fun. They still talk about that one as well. And even when we go up to my in-law's house um, in Door County in Wisconsin, they have this driveway that's this big circle. And my father-in-law started buying rollerblades from their resale shop up there. I thought the kids might enjoy trying rollerblading. And lo and behold, they do. To the point where the four boys play two-on-two roller hockey for like an hour, sweaty, laughing, having a ball. And this was basically inspired by us doing a family roller skating day together. And then they wanted to do more. And they do that all the time when we're in Door County now. The most recent one is they filled another star reward chart. And our plan was to go ice skating. There's this really neat new developed park in our city downtown that is a really beautiful ice skating rink. And there's a coffee shop and you can rent your skates and it's super fun. You can get a platter with some more stuff because they have these really neat like bonfire tables that you sit around. We went there. Our plan was to go there, ice skate, have s'mores, get our Christmas tree, come home and decorate it. Well, we went there and we mixed up the hours because we saw the coffee shop hours, but we didn't see the separate hours of operation for the ice skating for the rental and all that. So we get there and they're bummed because we can't ice skate, but we're like, well, let's still do s'mores because they obviously have these fire pits going all the time. So we did the s'mores. That was super fun. We went and got our tree. We decorated it. We watched Christmas movies. We played board games. And it ended up being this really, really fun day. And we will go back and we will ice skate as soon as we can this month. But just another example of an intention of enjoying having this experience of ice skiing together. Well, it didn't quite work out, but we made the most of it. And what that is teaching our children is that we can adapt and we can still have a great time. The heart of it is not just to spend a bunch of money and do all this crazy stuff because this stuff doesn't have to be stuff that costs money. There's tons of nature parks around and different things that don't cost anything. There's a bunch of free community parks where you can walk trails, skip rocks, all sorts of things. So please don't hear this and get caught up with Badger Sports Park, roller skating, roller or ice skating and all these things cost money. There's so many things we can do and create memories that don't cost any money. Another great memory that we have as a family is outreach, is community service. We have helped with our outreach team for our church for a lot of years. And so we've done a lot of different outreaches. 
The one we have done in December, Christmas time, the last few years, is called Police Lights of Christmas. And what this does is it provides what they call blessing bags to police officers to have in their patrol cars. So when they see someone in need, whether it be a homeless person, a refugee, family, a veteran, whoever it may be, they have these blessing bags in their squad cars and they are ready to give them out. These have had anything from hygiene items to food vouchers to actual like non-perishable ready to eat like protein bars and granola bars to like hand warmers and hats and gloves and all of that. And the goal of this is to make our police officers look awesome like they are answering the needs in our community. And it's just to help remind everyone that just because there's bad press, just because there's bad things that happen, there's our officer, police officers that have done bad things, that doesn't mean they're all bad. For the most part, they're great people that are really just trying to help and serve the community and get a job done. And our kids have great memories doing that. We have an officer in uh, the city where our church is, and we've really gotten to know her, and she has really enjoyed serving alongside our children. And it's been really neat for our children to have that experience with this officer and helping them. We have mentioned board games so many times, but board games are great. The biggest reason why we love them is because it fosters conversation. Anything we can do to foster conversation is crafting our home. Even sitting and playing Legos with our children or coloring with them or creating with them or cooking with them. We've been making cookies lately All of that is just time spent, which builds a platform in their life that they want to be around us. They want to hear from us. We want to hear from them. And we're building that relationship. In crafting our home, a big one for us is one-on-one time. Their dad has built in what he calls one-on-ones once a week where he trades off a child. So he'll take just Toby, for example. They'll go to a coffee shop. They'll get a drink and bring board games. And he'll trade off each week taking one child. And they absolutely love this. They can't wait (laughs) for it to be their turn. This has been a really fun way for their daddy to build a relationship with them. And they go to him with stuff. Like our teenager goes to him, goes to my husband all the time asking questions. And the things that a lot of parents dread talking to their kids about, our oldest son asks about it and they have these open conversations about it often. Aaron's moms especially is a great opportunity to spend time with your children. When possible, just take one. Recently, my son Joshua had needed a last minute haircut and I had a bunch of stuff to do. So adding a last minute haircut made it a little hard because I had two errands I needed to run. So I went when he, his haircut was done, I was like, okay, buddy, I don't have time to run you home. You're going to need to come with me to two stores. And he's like, well, okay. And after we got home, he's like, mom, thanks. That was really fun. And it, I was so happy to hear that because he's not my one that naturally comes shopping with me. It's usually my, young, my youngest who love going shopping. And I really was thankful that I had that opportunity to spend time with just Joshua and running errands. And it makes me want to be more intentional about trading off who I bring with. Even if it's not their favorite thing to go shopping, it's an opportunity for us to be together, even in the car and them helping pick out stuff. Speaking of cars, car time is a great way to craft our family, to 
to craft our home life. We're like, well, a car, that's not home. Well, I'm thinking it in more of an abstract way, our home, who we are as a family. Kids are captive. They're captive in their seats, buckled in. We have a captive audience, especially when, like I said, the one-on-one time with a child. That is a great time to find out how they're doing and let them talk and just spend that time together. And as I've mentioned before, crafting our homes does not have to be expensive, time-consuming, or burdensome. I have tons of great memories growing up about the love and the joy we had in our home, even though my mom raised us. Single mom raising four kids on her own because my dad passed away when I was only six years old. I have some fantastic memories growing up. We didn't have money, but, and you know, obviously they're not all perfect memories. Not everything happened that, not everything was good and rosy, but with all that aside, I have really great memories. And again, it doesn't have to cost a bunch. It's the heart behind it. It's the intention of crafting each element and activity to reflect who we desire to be at our core. It's about crafting a home that's authentic, peaceful, and purposeful. My hope is that you're inspired to spend some intentional time with your family, maybe around the table playing a card game, or an outing to look at Christmas lights, Bible reading by the fire, reading a chapter book, all snuggled up on the couch with your big cozy blankets. Maybe you want to add some photos to your wall of great grandma and uncle Joe, whoever it may be, and foster those conversations, foster that storytelling. My intent today is to help inspire you to craft your home, that you can see the tools in your own hands. You can see the inspiration in your own heart, in your own mind, that you have the ability, the authority, the inspiration, the creativity to fashion your home in such a way that you can live out all your days fully who you are meant to be and reach the destination that is set before you. Thank you for listening to the Intentional Family Podcast. We can be found at intentionalfamily.fm. Until next time, join us in living life intentionally. Intentionally.